Hey guys! Welcome to Good Soup. I'm Cassandra. I'm Madeline. I'm Nayeli. I'm Ruth. I'm Gabby. I'm Fernanda. And we have a special guest. Luis. We are going to be talking about purity for today's episode, but before we get started, we're going to go ahead and say our highs. My high would probably be this week I got my official certified minister certificate, so like it's official Ooh, official now, so it's cool. I have something else to put on my wall, so yeah, it's exciting. All right, my high, we got to celebrate my mom this weekend. It was her birthday. Yay. So it was fun. We got to go get our nails done, go out to eat. Mm-hmm. Um, My high, Um, I feel like I just had a good week, you know, good, better attitude. My high is, um, you know, I got to celebrate my mom for her birthday too, but also this weather. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Oh, yes. yes. This weather's bomb. Yeah. Mine, uh, you know, I've just been, you know, this week has been like a week where I have gotten to like focus on God more. Mm-hmm. And it's been amazing because I really needed that. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. That's, that's good. Okay. Good. My high is that the Astros won game two. Woohoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not done yet. So, you know, they get to keep playing. Uh, yeah. And I got a cool sweatshirt. It was yeah. fun. Mine would be this week, I was so hard. Mosica's, uh like costume with like my work, mm-hmm. with kids being having costumes in the parade. Mm-hmm. And like, at the end of the day, I just felt like accomplished. Mm-hmm. Even with the other teacher board, okay, we made it. We have all the kids still and everything. Mm-hmm. And then the lights went out on mm-hmm. Thursday. Thir- mm-hmm. Friday, yeah, Thursday. And so like, it was hectic, but like, now I'm glad it's yeah. finally like over. And um, now because of the weather, I can take on my good outfit. Yes, yes. I am yes. so excited yes. about this. <laughs> all the sweaters. Yes. yes. All right, so first question for today is what is purity and why is it important? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, for me, I don't really know if it's like the actual definition, but like what I've always thought about purity is like staying away from like sexual sin, but also like guarding your heart. I also think you can take purity into things of like guarding your mind, like whatever you're like bringing in and feeding yourself. Like, mm-hmm. is this music song like is that a like a right. pure thing that you should be pouring into yourself? Like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think uh, purity is like it's like having a or living a life that like glorifies God, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. makes them you know happy. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think it's important also because I also have a. I have a verse. Mm-hmm. It's important because on Matthew 5 eight it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for mm-hmm. they shall see mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think it's important to have purity so we can have that relationship with God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like kind of what you were saying, I, I think that's like really true because like when you do choose to live in purity, you start seeing God in a different way. Mm-hmm. And like he really just starts, you know, blessing you and like really working in your life in a way that you thought you know it it couldn't be that way but because you're living so pure and like really you know giving everything you are to god like he sees that and it's Mm -hmm. i feel like you have like a stronger relationship with him Mm -hmm. in a way just because you're like really seeking everything that the lord like has called you to do for me like every time like i think of purity is like white clear like mm-hmm. peaceful and god like everything just goes hand to hand and it's like you just like in peace and it's, it's, not, it's not empty but it's like there's no it's, everything's just positive and like mm-hmm. you just yeah. think more like towards god and just doing everything to help like how you said like mentality and bring everything in it's just like peaceful and it's like just based on god and just positivity yeah and i think like my my favorite verse my life verse it's <clears throat> psalm fifty one ten. It says, create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. And I think, like, the part of, like, create in me a pure heart, that is always something, like, we're going to be striving for, like, purity. Like, there's always going to be areas where we can be more like Christ, which, like you said, like, that means, like, Christ is pure. So there's always going to be areas we can get more like him and, and be more like him. And then the the more you have in common with somebody, the more that you can talk with them and, and like, know their heart. And so I think that, like, you were saying that, like, the more that 
we start to change and look like him, the more we understand his heart, and then that changes right. our hearts. And so it's like this back and forth, like yes. ping pong thing. But yeah, like I think it can go into like every area, like you were saying, Gabby, like that it, you can always ask yourself like, well, does, is what I'm wearing, like, is that something that's like pure? Is that going to help other people have pure thoughts? And there's, there's just like, it can apply to every area. So mm-hmm. it's super important. All right. Can you be repurified? What do we think that, what does that mean? Repurified. Like, um, oh, you can go, you go, you go, you go. I, I was thinking was like. You know, like, if somebody, like, before they knew Christ, if they were, like, mm-hmm. living in sin, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's, like, they obviously, like, lost all that purity, mm-hmm. but then, like, once they find, like, God, I guess some people think, like, oh, like, you know, you can't be, like, pure, like, you've mm-hmm. already sinned, and this and that, yeah. so I guess it's just asking, like, yeah. if you can be repurified, mm-hmm. and so I would say yes, mm-hmm. just because, like, uh, I don't remember the Bible verse, but it was, like, the one was, like, in Christ, like, all things are, like, made new, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. I think like once you like giving your life to Christ, then mm-hmm. like you're like reborn, like mm-hmm. you're pure again. Yeah, and, you know, there's a lot of people that like they don't grow up in like a Christian household mm-hmm. and they don't know God growing up. So you know, you walk through life, you know, worldly and you know making mistakes and stuff like that. But eventually, like God, in, like you have an encounter with God and you want to mm-hmm. change your lifestyle. So I definitely feel like you know you can be repurified and you, you know, cause God himself is life and, you know, giving you a new life and mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like that's also something that people struggle with that they're like, Oh, like I've been walking in sin and you know, God, like I can't be pure anymore. There's no way I can be pure anymore. Like, yes, you can. Like you still mm-hmm. have another chance. Like with God, there's always a second chance. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah. That's exactly why like at first I was like, yes, you can. Cause that's exactly the same thing. Because I was raised, like, yes, in a church and everything, but, like, I wasn't really, like, hardcore in it. Like, I just knew there was God, but I didn't really know God. So I went through, like, life and everything, and now, like, I'm really close to God, and I'm learning so much Mm -hmm. and stuff. So I'm, like, it kind of happened in a way, like, it's mentality, and, like, as long as you make that choice of, like, okay, I want to do things right now. Like, I'm with God. I want to obey then that's how you can get, like, repurified. Like, it comes by the heart, too. I think you can be repurified. And that's where forgive, asking for forgiveness comes. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you ask for forgiveness and you ask God, God, you know, purify my heart. Because, mm-hmm. of course, when we're in sin, knowing that we're, you know, we're in sin, we already, we're already not purified. But mm-hmm. when we ask God, you know, like, you know, tell him, hey, I'm sorry, please forgive me, you know, purify my heart, that's mm-hmm. when, you know, he forgives us, and he will purify us, right. and that's where we get repurified, it's, it's like water, you know, you, you go to like a, a lake, and there's like germs or, you know, stuff in the water, you know, I forgot, yeah, I forgot that word, but you can all, always find a way, like, I think they sell you, I don't know what they call them, but they, are there these little pills where you like, you drop it in the water, and it purifies the water and you can drink it it's safe to drink i think it's like that you know Mm -hmm. i think that pills you know us asking for forgiveness and we become purified again Mm -hmm. i think that's like a good point is that like when you're saved you're kind of like god like forgive me of all sins right and we are but i think it's important to like bring like those specific areas of sin where we've struggled with to god like specifically and say like hey like i've struggled with like lust or impure thoughts or like these types of things like will you like remove it remove the roots in it because a lot of times like if we just like oh like yeah like I made clean in Christ but you're not living in like the freedom that you could be or like you're still living in like shame for knowing that maybe you shouldn't have been doing that but now like you know you used to and so like since you haven't brought it to him like it's just you dealing with it and you processing it um yeah I think it's important like to bring it to mind and I think God also like he, can, he 100% yeah like makes us clean and takes away all of the sin but I think sometimes we have we still have to deal with like the consequences like of our choices and so unless we repent the consequences of like having like a wrong identity of ourselves or a wrong out view of like relationships or other things that can continue even though like we're not living in sin that can continue to affect us if we don't bring it to him and ask him to give us the right mindset right. and to purify our heart so yeah that was really good what does being in a relationship and remaining pure look like? 
I feel like it has a lot to do with communication with your partner and like making sure like first of all that y'all are both equally yoked y'all want the same thing y'all want you know like glory in your relationship through God Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important to like communicate that and set boundaries and be like hey like you know we can't let it get to an extreme point where you're gonna feel guilty and I'm gonna feel guilty Mm -hmm. yeah a lot of communication and really knowing your identity in Christ too I feel yeah I think that kind of goes with like boundaries too which I think Mm -hmm. we were like talking about the last last episode (laughs) yeah um just yeah (laughs) um just like setting boundaries especially if you are both like you know christians like that should be like your number one thing is like having god like in the center of it and like doing things that will glorify him right yeah like i think you can like worship god like obviously like we live a lifestyle of worship so your relationship can be like worship to god you can Mm -hmm. do it like god's Mm -hmm. way and so like i think like y'all said communicating because like something that like maybe like like a a trigger for you almost like may not be for them and like vice Mm -hmm. versa like oh what I didn't know that that was like a thing or whatever yeah that's true and like knowing uh like your significant others like love language too because like if you know like like theirs is like physical touch like that means like you maybe need to be more like aware of of like Mm -hmm. you know like your boundaries like specifically with that or if like it's quality time then like maybe like you shouldn't be hanging out like 24 7 like all the time every time right like even yeah. when you're in a relationship like setting those boundaries like to guard exactly. your heart mm-hmm. yeah i think that's where it's important to find to to find or look for the one who wants to also glorify god yeah. in the relationship with yeah. you because mm-hmm. then you both will understand each other yeah it's like you know in the last episode you guys talked about dating someone who's not equally yoked with mm-hmm. you and uh, I think it's important to date someone who's, like, also Christian, who also wants to glorify God. Because then you guys, like I said, you guys will understand each other. You guys will, mm-hmm. will know, oh, we're, we're, in a, we're in this room alone. Uh, we know that we're not supposed to be here because then, yeah. we'll, you know. Yeah, like preventing and that. It's very important to yeah. have mm-hmm. someone, your partner, to be a Christian who wants to serve God, who wants to glorify God with yeah. you. Yeah, I think it's good also, um, I was just thinking about, like, you know, because like, I know that I've, I've had friends who, you know, loved the Lord and they were dating, um, and they, you know, started out with good boundaries, and then the longer that they were together, like, the more the lines got crossed, or, you know, they started, like, just slacking on some of those things, and I think mm-hmm. it's important to also have, like, a spiritual mentor to be somebody that you can go to where it's, like, there's not going to be any judgment, but, like, you, like your accountability partner. Like, if mm-hmm. I cross the line, like, I'm going to you to tell you so that you can hold me accountable so it doesn't happen again. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have someone, like, keeping check on you, then it's, it's just yourself and, you know, our, we're, we're weak alone. We need people yeah. to stand with us. Um, right. And, yeah, so having somebody there that, like, before any lines are crossed, like, you tell them, like, hey, this are, these are things, like, I don't want to do with, like in this relationship like will you be the person that will help me like stay true to this what does our society think about purity i don't know i feel like our society like they make a light of it i feel like they they normalize it like yeah you don't have to stay pure Mm -hmm. and like like it's normal like people our age do it you know it's like it's hookup culture yeah yeah Mm -hmm. all that yeah I feel like that's, like, all we see in, like, mm-hmm. movies or shows, yeah. like, music. Like, that's, like, all they talk about. So, I feel like, yeah, it is, like, normalized. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, oh, like, he cheated on me. Like, he went, like, hooked up with another girl. And it's like, they still stay. Yeah. So, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, for me, personally, I would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I would never stay. But, no. like, there's a lot of people yeah. who, like, they think that that's, like, normal. And so, like, they'll yeah. stay. Yeah. Right. And kind of like how you were talking about, like, you don't even have to really be, like, looking for it. It's just everywhere, like, yeah. on your phone, on the shows that are, like, you're watching, like, in the music. Yeah. Like, it's everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. and you're just like, oh, wow. So it's, like, yeah. very, very normalized in, in our society. Like, it's not, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's actually more the opposite where it's, like, a big deal. 
like that period is a big deal right yeah, yeah. Like, what that's so rare my boss he has um some young kids and he was talking about how like they pick up like how to work a phone so quickly like they never had to even teach them like they can swipe they can like buy stuff just because you keep clicking mm-hmm. the buttons um and like if that's something that is like they don't even have to teach like how important is it to be aware of like what we're surrounding like our kids with because that's something that they just pick up like without anybody having to teach it to them and I know that's what it was like with me because I don't think my parents ever had a conversation with me that was like oh this is like how a relationship should work or these are things you should or shouldn't do it's like this is what they do in the vampire diary so I guess this is okay (laughs) like it was it was based off like tv shows because that's all I had pretty little liars they're like all this stuff but like watch it in those days um and that that's what like shaped my idea of like oh this is like a successful relationship or this is how it's supposed to be um and I think it's important like one for like as a family to kind of I mean you don't necessarily have to sit down and have like the birds and the bead conversation but like just to like make it normal like to have conversations like that in the house so that it's not like weird or uncomfortable when they come up like outside or like unexpectedly mm-hmm. um and also like important to discuss it in the church because I know like now I think people are coming out more and they're like talking about like how to honor God like in your sex life in marriage and also like talking about like pornography and like all the things that are like kind of like touchy subjects that Mm -hmm. really haven't been in the church but now they're wanting to come out with them but if Mm -hmm. the world out there is talking about them and it's causing this much trouble like we should be spending as much time talking about it in our homes Mm -hmm. in the church so that it doesn't become that problem and that like we can stay pure in those areas. I think to add to that, I think it's what you just said is very important, mm-hmm. and and I kind of experienced it because, uh, you know, for like, I think it was two weeks ago, in on youth service we were talking about uh, about uh, lust, mm-hmm. and you know, and I had to do break breakouts that day, you know, with. Uh, some sixth graders mm-hmm. and I was so nervous because I'm like <laughs> I was like what am I going to talk to them about like, <laughs> yeah. and, and in my head I was like they're going to just be laughing at the questions uh, and everything and it turns out they took it so like they were so mature about it mm-hmm. like and they were so interested in learning about it and like like it just amazed me how like how like you know we, what she just said that it's important to like speak to them about it you know and yeah like totally agree with with you yeah what are some steps you can make or you should take in a relationship to make sure that you and your partner are on the same page what Nayeli had said earlier like communicate Mm -hmm. those boundaries with your partner yeah Mm -hmm. I was gonna say I really liked what Madeline said like having an accountability person like Mm -hmm. a mentor and like not your like best friend like not your like not somebody like on like your level because it's gonna make it so much easier for them to like support you yeah like make it like oh well that's okay well like no we need to talk about what happened like why it happened and like how to stop it from happening again also like what matters (laughs) 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 what madeline said (laughs) what madeline said like not always spending time together you know, like, having those days, okay, well, we'll see each other, like, these days out of the week, and then the other days, like, you do your things, I do my things, but, like, also not being consumed with each other, yeah. because, like, then that'll, like, start making you and your partner be lustful towards each other, mm-hmm. you know, and, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, being attracted to your partner or nothing like that, it's just, like, having those boundaries and, like, not wanting to put, e- like, loving each other to the point where you don't want, like, you know how much they love God, and they know how much you love God, so, to not put each other in those positions where, mm-hmm. you know, you feel like like you start regretting things you're doing. Yeah. Also, like, I think prayer and seeking God yeah. together is very important in a mm-hmm. relationship because it's like, it's like, you know, when you have a, a, a cup full of, like, I guess, soda and you fill it up with water until all the soda is empty and all you have in there is water. It's the same thing with a person and in a relationship where like you, f- you fill your like the relationship up with God and there's no space for anything else mm-hmm. yeah. and you know that's where purity comes in you know mm-hmm. you stay pure in the relationship you know and, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times people can think like 
well, where's the line that we don't want to cross? Yeah. How close can we get to that line? And we didn't cross it, but, like, God has called us to flee from temptation, yeah. not, like, stay there and be tempted. Like, yeah. no, like, yeah. you want to stay away from that line that you don't want to cross. Yeah. And so I think sometimes people don't consider that. So the closer you get to that line, the closer you are to just, like, being pushed over it. And then you're like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah. I think Pastor Lance had, like, said something about that kind of. It's, like, once you, like, start, like, kissing, then that, like, leads to, like, making out and then, like, making out, you know, obviously. <laughs> so, he was saying, like, you know, like, it's important to, like, take your time yeah. and, like, not to rush things because a lot of times, like, once we hit, like, a certain, like, I guess, like, milestone, you can call it. Mm-hmm. It's, like, we're, like, okay, like, what's the next one? It's, right. like, you want to, like, yeah. keep going and going. So, I think, like, it would be, very, like your relationship is to just like take your time and like not rush like, yeah things. and i feel like also like finding hobbies that you and your partner can do together like mm-hmm. like do like bible studies together or like you know just things to distract you from having those like those thoughts those mm-hmm. lustful thoughts of each other like you know like just finding hobbies that y'all both enjoy and that glorify god what Lanielli said like there's nothing wrong like being attracted to like your significant other Mm -hmm. but like keeping in mind your significant other like as well as yourself is like made in the image of God like you don't want to like mess with like their holy spirit temple you don't want to see them in in ungodly ways like Mm -hmm. taking care of that (laughs) I've heard I heard a pastor say that temptation is when desire and opportunity meet and so, like, so like if you're, like, struggling, like, in a relationship, like, maybe with a certain area of temptation, like, you can ask yourself, like, is this, like, a good desire to have? Because, like, if it's to spend time with them, like, that may not, you know, the desire may not be bad. It's just, like, the opportunity, the amount of time that you're allotting for that is what needs to change. Or, like, it could be the opposite where, um, like, the desire that you have, like, oh, this is out of place. Or, like, this is not in the wrong season. And then you need to take that to God and say, hey, can you purify this desire I want to have, like, the right desire for the season, for the time that I'm in, in this relationship, um, and so I know that, like, I've, like, there's the verse in, like, Song of Psalms that says, do not awaken love before it's time, mm-hmm. and so I think it's important, like, that's a, kind of, like, why where you keep boundaries in a relationship is because it, it's not the time for it, you know, God has this great and beautiful thing, because it's supposed to be a reflection of our relationship with Christ, that's what marriage is, and that's what the end goal is, but when we take all these things and we cross these boundaries and we're trying to create this marriage relationship before the covenant, before the commitment, it diminishes the blessing that we could have in the marriage. And it takes away from the joy and all, all the good things that are supposed to come in it. And so boundaries are the way it can seem like this bad thing. And it's like, why are you trying to like limit me? It's like, no, it's actually like trying to protect you so you can have something yeah. greater later. So right. Good. That's so good. What are, like, like practical things? Like, have y'all done, have, like, placed any boundaries, like, on, like, friendships or, like, guy friendships? You know, like, opposite sex friendships mm-hmm. or and, like, relationships. Like, what are, like, things that you're, like, oh, like, like practical, like, things, like, you, you actually said? Okay, like, for me, like, when once you, like, start getting to know a person, like, for me, like, a guy... And, like, you obviously know that y'all like each other and, like, there's something there. But, like, for us, we made it very, like, clear and evident that, like, hey, I know how important your relationship is to Christ and you know how important Mm -hmm. my relationship is to Christ. So we made it very clear that we wouldn't want to put each other in a position where it made us farther from Christ. Yeah. So I've only had one relationship that was, like, where Christ was at the center of. So... I had had a whole bunch of experiences and relationships beforehand, so I had, going into my first relationship, like, with Jesus, I was like, man, like, I, I was like, I want to do it right, like, I don't, I don't want to make mistakes, I don't want to have, like, all these areas, like, I know I've gone wrong in the past, and, like, I don't want to do it anymore, so me and my last boyfriend, we had, like, very, we, because uh, I knew that that was something that, like, I had struggled with. So I was like, I'm going to have stricter boundaries on myself. Not because I don't trust you or because I don't trust trust myself. But I want to, I just don't want to create an opportunity for these things to happen. So we had had, like, a lot of boundaries. Like, we had said, because we would do, like, a date night, like, every Thursday or something. And 
we would say like, okay, no hanging out past like 10, 30, 11, like alone. Like we, if other people were there and we were doing stuff like that, it's fine, but like we're not gonna hang out alone. Um, and then like if we were gonna do like a movie night or an apartment, like same thing, trying to make sure like we weren't gonna spend like extended amounts of time together like at someone's apartment where like nobody else would be at like mm-hmm. trying to create just an environment where like temptation couldn't occur mm-hmm. um and I think we also had some like uh like texting kind of like guidelines. like I don't want to like text you be like texting you like past like midnight you know just because like the later you get the more tired you get the more like you're willing to say things like you didn't actually mean or like again like lines get crossed because you're tired um so yeah we had some like practical things like that just to like to to guard our heart I think also like letting somebody like know like hey so like letting you people know where you are like that's like kind of smart you know it's not creepy or weird but like somebody knows where you are and somebody can call you up at any time that you have to answer you don't want to be in an uncomfortable situation where you're like I can't answer my person yeah yeah yeah, that's Mm -hmm. true Probably also just thinking, like, if you're going to watch movies, like, certain movies, like, you're going to watch together, you're like, maybe this isn't the best idea. (laughs) (laughs) I would say, like, also, like, one thing, like, I try and do is, like, limit the amount of time that, like, I hang out with guys one-on-one. Not, again, because, like, I don't trust myself or I don't trust, like, this friend, but just because I want to act the same when I'm single as when I'm in a relationship. Like, I don't want to have to change the way that I'm acting because I started dating somebody. So, like, I don't want my friends to be like, oh, you're not hanging out with me anymore because mm-hmm. just because, like, you started dating somebody. And it's like, well, That's so true. I don't want to... If, if I were to be dating somebody right now, would he be uncomfortable with my relationships with my other friends? Yeah. And so, like, I don't want to put him in a position where he would have to be like, hey, like, I'm actually not okay with that. Or if he's, it's creating, like, jealousy with him because of how much time I'm spending alone with this person. Mm-hmm. And so, I, yeah, just, like, kind of, like, being consistent before the relationship and kind of, like, we talked about a little bit last time, like, working on that season of singleness, like, guarding your heart, creating, like, healthy boundaries now with friends so that in a relationship, you already have a foundation for it and it's not like you're starting from zero to, like, set those boundaries. It goes hand in hand with like happened to me yesterday because I hang out with Polina all the time. Like <laughs> yesterday, it was it was like because I had uh, a tole and like so I told Polina uh, like yesterday, and then she was like, "Oh, that sounds good." And I was like, "Okay, then come. Like I'm taking care of my knees. Like, like uh, help me like in some other stuff." And she was like, "Okay." So we spent the whole day and night together. Like, and I was, uh, we went to eat, and then we went to my mom's house, and then we went to my friend's house to watch the game. And then from there, she, like, she even took the, her, her little brother. So we spent every single time together. <laughs> and she, like, we were driving, and, like, she just kind of, like, laughed. And I was like, what are you laughing about? Like, because it was kind of weird. And she <laughs> was just quiet, listening to music, and then she, out of nowhere, like, laughs. And then she was like, I'm going to be so sad whenever you get a boyfriend because that's going to be my worst breakup. And I'm, like, oh. and I'm like, it doesn't have to be a breakup. Yeah. Like, no. Like, and I was like, I, like, as much as time I spend not with you, like, like, it can be like a three. And whenever you have a boyfriend, you know, it can be like a little group. Like, yeah. like that's only because I'm going to get a boyfriend and anything like that doesn't mean like I'm going to stop being your friend yeah. and I'm going to stop like everything like mm-hmm. and that, that's when I realized okay like we she and I need to spend like less time together to like kind of keep it like mm-hmm. neutral and then mm-hmm. once I like have a boyfriend be like okay you know you and I still spend the same time yeah. but like it's lately we've been spending out time like so much time together like we just get bored we FaceTime and then we send memes to each other while we're FaceTiming like <laughs> that's it like that's how both of we do because like she has nobody I have nobody so like it's just like, oh, you know, we're, f- like, you're my best friend since, mm. like, 10 years old, so, like, we just hang out. It's just, we're just so, u- we normalize being, like, all day together. Yeah. Even work, and then from there, <laughs> after work, like, we're here, and then, after, and, like, or we're just at her house, or my house, and so, it's like, I want, I need to, like, put my, my boundaries yeah. down, and be like, let's not spend too much time together, because, like, if I get a boyfriend, she's gonna feel the difference. Yeah. And I said, like, okay, that's what like I guess that's why I don't have a relationship. I don't even think of being in a relationship because I'm so busy of like with my friends and yeah. like 
my my house and everything mm-hmm. that I'm just like I don't have time and like at all and so like yeah. even yeah. if I get a boyfriend then like I might have to like take out I might have to spend less time with my friends and then they're gonna feel like I'm like yeah. replacing yeah. them yeah. and I don't want to make it that way yeah mm-hmm. yeah you made me think of that whenever you said <laughs> that I was like that is so yeah. true like no and it's real my <laughs> I, I was the friend that my other friend got a boyfriend and I felt broken up with <laughs> because I was, she was like one of my two best friends she got she started dating somebody and I mean we were the same way like, she's in San Antonio but we talked every day like we I, we would we'd get off work at the same time and so we talked for like an hour and a half two hours yeah, on the way home we used to work out together we'd FaceTime and like work out like I mean like all the time and she started dating somebody and um and it was, like, it was hard for me at first because, like, I loved the guy. I had no problems with him. Like, he loved the Lord. Like, I loved that she was happy with him. But it was, like, man, like, I'm I'm losing some of, like, the closeness that I had with her. And I think I think it probably would have, like, been easier to, like, apply or, like, I guess go into that new season had we, like, spent less time together. But I th- And I think it's also, like, the importance of, I guess, like, knowing, like, God's going to bring the right people in the right season for you. And so, like, you can be super close. Like, sometimes, like, you're going to need friends that are going to call you every day. Like, you're going to be going through some hard stuff, and, like, you need people to be there. And, like, that's okay. But, like, knowing that when seasons are changing, like, it's okay to, like, ease back. And it's okay to, like, spend less time together, spend more time with God for mm-hmm. then, like, opening up um, opportunities for somebody else to potentially come in and, like, be that person. Mm-hmm. And I know what you were saying. I... Like, I just had, like, a flashback of, like, what you said, of finding, like, the right person, you know, and having, like, a match of, like, mm-hmm. okay, you this, you have this goals, and I have this goals. We both love God, and so we're going to do this together. And so it's also the same thing with friendships. Like, I I came to a point that, like, like Paulina, she's, like, like, my closest friend. And so whenever I started getting more close to God, I invited her and and she was okay she like she was okay with it and then I started bringing her and then now she likes it and so it's like okay now we're in the comfort zone of like we're both like this Mm -hmm. and I was uh comfortable with her telling her hey like I'm getting close to God I really want you to do that too because like I love you and like you're important for me I want Mm -hmm. you to know God too and so and then I've had like other guy friends and I would tell him like like, oh, yeah, I'm at church, and, like, uh, you wrote one time in the cup, Jesus loves you, and I sent a picture, of, and I sent it to him, because he's not even close to God, and it just breaks my heart, yeah. and it's, like, I kind of don't want to, it came to a point where I could, didn't want to, like, be even his friend, because, like, all his negativity, mm-hmm. and, like, every time I would be, like, okay, I'm in church, and, like, uh, or sometimes he would be, like, oh, Jesus loves me, okay, and I'm like, he does, like, it just breaks me. And, like, mm-hmm. then I'm like, then you, you're not, like, good for me, not even as a friend. Because, mm-hmm. like, you bring me all this negativity in me and, like, my heart, and it hurts. Yeah. And so it's just better to, like, not be friends because then I'm going to be hurt in the end. Mm-hmm. And even if it's just a friendship, it doesn't even have to be, like, in a relationship, a boyfriend or whatever. It's just even a friend. And, like, then I have some other friends where I'm like, oh, yeah, I went to church, and, like, oh, that's good, like, and they're, like, oh, we should go to church together, like, mm-hmm. even my, with my brother, like, he was, like, oh, like, I've been hearing about grace, and I'm, like, yeah, I work there now, and I'll be going to the service, and mm-hmm. then he's, like, oh, well, like, one day on a Tuesday, I can end me and he, uh, him and his wife, like, let's go uh-huh. together, and I'm, like, yeah, like, let's go, and so it's kind of, like, bringing that into it, yeah. and for them also to learn, and, like, okay you know we're doing the right thing like it's yeah. pure and it's just full of love with Christ yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's I don't know yeah. <laughs> I think it's definitely very hard when it comes to friendships when like you know that you know like you want to focus yourself on God but you know that friendship is not letting you do yeah. that mm-hmm. right but it's important even if it's hard to cut that friendship yeah because you know, at the end of the day, it's about you and God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. it'll always be like that. So we got to take care of ourselves first, our relationship with God. Yeah. And then, you know, later on, worry about helping them out. But yeah. first, we got to not let friendships 
take us down, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, I have a goal. I want to sleep here, like, with God. And, like, I don't really want to mess things up. Like, I, I truly just, by heart, I want to. And so it's like, how you say, I, want, I need to protect myself. And, like, I need to put my boundaries and my, my lines. And it's like, if a friendship is going to, like, make me cross it or, like, just, like, mm-hmm. just... Attempt me, yeah, and then or push me away from it. It's like, no, like, I don't want that. And so, that's when, like, you have to make the decision of just cutting it out because it's best for you. Mm -hmm. And then, because I'm there's gonna be some other friends that are gonna be there for you and they're gonna push you towards your goals. And because there's a lot of things that you can do that you can still stay pure and be friends. It doesn't have to be like how society does it now. Like, oh, let's party together. Let's do yeah. this. Let's do that. And just things that stay away from God. Like, that's not a true friendship. Like, mm-hmm. if you can say, no, I don't want to do that. And they respect, that's a good friendship. Mm-hmm. And, like, even if, if you, like, how I came to church and, like, now I met y'all. And, <laughs> like, it's just good friendships. That's the things that you really want to keep. Mm-hmm. And like just protect because they protect you, so you want to protect them too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and it is true. Like to really watch who like you're close to and like who you surround yourself with, because you know friends they do really have an impact and influence on your life. And let's say you surround yourself with people that like, um, you know, they're not living in purity the way you would want to Mm -hmm. and you know the enemy will attack you and you know the enemy will use those people to attack you Mm because you know the enemy is threatened by people that are like glorifying God Mm -hmm. and you know just really watch out with like who you're staying close to you know and really like knowing okay well that's not what I want for myself so maybe I can love them from a distance or maybe you do have to make that decision where you know this is not God's best for me sometimes it's it can be hard you know but like trusting and knowing that the Lord will provide if you stay faithful to him like just knowing that okay well I'm gonna have to cut this off but I know that God's gonna reward me with so much more and sometimes cutting someone off doesn't just mean you know you're gonna leave them alone you could always go talk to like a leader or, or or a pastor or or not necessarily put another friend that they hang out with that is Christian also and let them know, hey, you know, could you talk to him, you know, yeah. make sure he's all right or she's all right, you yeah. know. Or, and there's also prayer, you know. Mm-hmm. Pray for that person. But, of course, you know, once you got to cut that person off, you got to cut him off, like, completely. Yeah. But, again, keep them in your prayers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's important, like, for everybody to have an Elijah and an Elisha. Like, we mm-hmm. we all need people that are going to, like, that are above us, like, spiritually, that are going to lead us, challenge us, and, like, call us higher. And, like, it's, but we also need people that are, you know, like, maybe not to where we are yet that we can say, hey, like, God's growing me in this area, and I, like, want to help, like, you, like, mm-hmm. see what I've learned from this. And mm-hmm. so, like, it's okay to have, like, some friendships where, like, people aren't at that same level, but, like, what level are you letting them impact you Mm -hmm. like is are you the one that's influencing them or are they the ones that are influencing Mm -hmm. you and that's like where prayer is important because like you can be like oh god like i'm gonna lead this person to you and god's like i never like asked you to like it's actually like hurting you more than you realize and so asking god like who are the people in my life that i need to be around who are the ones that are going to challenge me and who do i need to be the one challenging so Mm -hmm. I had another question I was thinking about so like what if what would what if you're in a relationship and then you make a mistake like you do something like impure what do you do from there kind of like what you were saying is like repenting and then like asking for forgiveness yeah and then just like focusing on fixing your relationship with God mm-hmm. and like I guess like not really like spending as much time with them mm-hmm. until like yeah. you trust yourself to be around them and not like fall back into that impurity mm-hmm. and also what gabby said like um talking about it and then be like okay what was what was the problem like what yeah. did we do that you made it to that and what can what can we do to like not let it happen again yeah. mm-hmm. and that's think that's just important because like even if you don't have those conversations it's just gonna keep happening yeah and yeah. it's not gonna stop if you 
put a pause and be like, hey, let's talk about this. Let's take a step back and mm-hmm. see, look at the everything that just happened. What can we do? Yeah. Like, like what led to it? Okay, we're not gonna do it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think also like evaluating like like everybody's like hearts in the situation mm-hmm. because like the more you keep like doing things, the more you're feeding things. Yeah it's going to be, like, harder for you to be, like, okay, this needs to stop, like, like, depending where y'all are, like, having a conversation of, like, we probably should, like, break up, like, yeah. your prior- your relationship with God is your priority, mm-hmm. and the more y'all stay together, like, the more y'all are hurting that. Yeah, I think, like, I mean, what we were talking about at the game, and, like, what everybody, like, said, like, communication, because if you, you're, like, oh, we messed up, and you're just, like, oh, like, let's just, like, ignore it, and, like, it, it's just going to be, like, one, like, awkward for you in the relationship, but it's going to create this little, like, anxiety spot or, like, worry thing that's just going to, like, pull other things into it, and it's, like, you can't build a right relationship off of, like, a wonky foundation, Mm -hmm. and so, like, when you make a mistake, it's important to be, like, hey, like, that wasn't okay, like, like, I mean, like, everybody said, like, let's talk about it, um, because I think that's probably what a lot of people do is they like get embarrassed or they get ashamed like man like we went too far but they don't want to talk about it and they just want to move on and that's the foundation's wrong you know like the, the bible says like you can't build a foundation on sand like it's it's just going to be withered away and so like, we need to make sure that like again like we, yeah we repent and that we say like okay like this was wrong what can we do to fix it and then like in prayer like saying okay god like what's the next step you definitely got to be bold because it's not a fun conversation to have. And mm-hmm. you, you got to be like, okay, like I want to be all in for Jesus or else you wouldn't like want to even have those conversations. Okay, I have a question. Um, what are some blessings that you have seen by living in purity? Definitely, I think you're, you're more, you live, <laughs> you're living more in peace. Yeah. Right. Like you, there's, you know, even though there's all of these things going on in this world, in your own self like there's this peace you know you're you know because when you're not living like in purity that's when stress comes in Mm -hmm. and depression and all these things but when you're living a pure life and you have that relationship with God I think that's you know that peace comes in your life and mm-hmm. no matter what goes on in your life mm-hmm. you still have that trust and that peace yeah. I feel like because like I've been living like that like uh God has brought me like the right people in my mm-hmm. life and I can quickly tell like oh okay you're you're not gonna be good for me okay like let's let's stop before it gets worse mm-hmm. and like the right people which is like I feel more comfortable and like like it's still peaceful. It's not a like complicated friendship mm-hmm. where it's not like a like a uh I don't wanna be your friend but I really wanna be your friend. It's just like it's just peaceful yeah. and it's like even if you like you said, even if like there's really bad situations, you know you deep down you know it's gonna be okay and mm-hmm. it's like it still brings that peace in you even though like, cause even people have told me like Oh, you're not mad, or you're not. You don't. You don't look stressed because of this happened to you. I'm yeah. like, well, it's okay. Like I know it's gonna be okay. I just have to have the mentality of like, what can I do? Mm-hmm. What is God gonna like? Uh, teach me in this lesson, or like, how like I know God's gonna give me the strength either way, mm-hmm. and just having that peace and purity. I yeah. feel like that's that's why you live in peace because you trust in God mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah, I think um, also like whenever we're living like a pure life god kind of like shows us like our worth and Mm -hmm. so like whenever like you know if there's people Mm -hmm. like that come into our path and it's like they don't meet like our expectations or like our standards i feel like that's also like a blessing from god because Mm -hmm. you know he's like guarding our hearts and like not letting us fall into that i think he gives us like the fruit of the spirit like you you were saying that when you think of like purity like you think of god and so when we remain pure when we stay close to God and stay close to the Holy Spirit we get that fruit evident in our lives so we get the love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control like we get all of these like good things that come in our life um and I think it's cool that like it's not like okay geez like I'm gonna remain pure and it's like okay like bam here are like all these things that you get you're a totally like different person like no he refines them over time because I think somebody said it I don't know 
who said it, but like the longer that, you know, these things have been like rooted in you, it means it's going to take time like to get them out. And so like over time, like as you're seeking God and you're seeking to be pure, he's going to, he's going to give you patience. He's going to give you more self-control. He's going to give you more joy, but you have to work at it. Um, but yeah, I think it's just beautiful because the more we remain pure, the more we look like Christ. And then it's, that, that's a blessing like to ourselves and it changes the way that we see the world. We see ourselves like our identity. Um, but we also see like other people. And so the, the more that we look like Christ, the more we want to love others. And so I think the more we, we remain pure, the more we're going to be filled with love. And God is love. Good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So good. There she goes again. <laughs> no, yeah. But like for me, like like living in purity, I feel like it has, like like all of us have said, like it's brought so much peace to our life. And like, and also like what Cassandra said, like we now know our worth and what we deserve and we don't like settle for less than what like God is. Purity is such a beautiful thing. Like, because like, I feel like in like today's society, a lot of people like will judge us for wanting to stay pure and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I see it as like such a beautiful thing because you are doing your best to look more like Christ and like what he wants, you know? And, we, you know, it also like allows us to be different than what mm-hmm. the world is, Yeah, you know? And we're living like, a more of a godly lifestyle and like we get those blessings you know when we live in purity and yeah I think about that sometimes um like if I have a hard day at work and it's like I know like I was doing everything like I could to do it right but that you know people were still going against me or talking bad about me and I think about like the very or just when like God talks about like don't be I don't know what he says but like don't be like afraid if the world hates you like no they hated me first and it's like well if you're if the world's hating you it means you're probably doing something right because it means you're probably looking more like exactly and so yeah that it's okay to be different and it it does take boldness and it it does mean you know like you're not going to fit in all the time and you're not going to maybe always be on the cover of a magazine but you'll we'll get our reward in heaven and we'll get the reward now yeah that's so good yeah best purity advice you've gotten oh that's a good question I, I guess kind of like a takeaway of like this whole conversation we had, you know, focus yourself on God, yeah. finding the right relationship or or letting God. Yeah, yeah, or not only relationship but friendships and and make sure you just fill yourself up with God as much as you can. Yeah, I don't really have like a quote too, but it was something that you said in the beginning. And it was like um like our relationship can be like a form of like worship to mm. God. Some of the wrong lines there. So I feel like, you know, like having a relationship that reflects like God's love. Yeah. I have like two. Like one's like normal and one's like mm, silly, I guess. <laughs> so like one of them is like if you wouldn't do it like in front of your grandma, like just don't do it. Yeah. Like, mm. Whatever. And then, <laughs> and then, Nana, no. <laughs> Nana. And then the second one is like, whenever like you're like living in impurity, like that's the only like sin that's like against like God, like and like yourself. I think like your your Holy Spirit and yeah. their Holy Spirit, yeah. like you're messing with their temples. Like, stop yeah. it. Yeah. That's my Okay, so I know how we asked, like, uh, uh, what are the blessings from living in purity? And, like, we've talked mm-hmm. about all the good things about living in purity. So what are the bad things when we, like, don't live in purity? Like, Ooh, that's good. Yeah. I've seen in people, like, kind of the opposite. Like, the more you're feeding that, like, the more, like, unhealthy your relationship could actually get. Like, mm. you're feeding, like, your insecurity and yeah. jealousy and, like, your anxiety and you just start letting your mind go everywhere and like you're also feeding the sin of like lust and like it's just really really unhealthy yeah and like that as well like with yourself but I feel like it also affects your relationship with God because like there's times where you're like man I want God like I want everything Mm -hmm. that he wants in my life like I want to be fulfilled by Christ but I keep making mistakes I keep living in sin Mm -hmm. like it you know, you always, like, want to get to God, but you can't because you're still struggling with, you know, the yeah. life of impurity. Yeah. I think, um, like, just going off that, like, I know, like, a lot of pastors kind of do the illustration of, like, 
you're trying to like go for God, but they have somebody like pulling you back. And, yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. what like any sin, but like also like impurity can be like, in a relationship. There's someone like fighting against you when you're trying mm-hmm. to go closer to God. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember. And that um that also in a relationship like God wants it to be like this perfect thing, right? Because whenever He says like in a covenant and in a marriage, like two become one, that when you're doing those things outside of marriage you're trying to become one with somebody and then if it doesn't work out you've invested so much into somebody else or so much into this covenant and then it gets torn away that it's almost like a divorce because like you were supposed to be one like the actions you were doing were supposed to be like a marriage but now you're not there anymore and so like you've spent yourself you spent your love like you've given away like some of your worth and your identity and like some of the most valuable things like that we can have like you give to somebody else and then if that person's gone, it less like, well, who am I without this person? Or I am I less because like I've done this? And it, it changes like the way you view yourself. And then now when you go into another relationship, are they going to treat me the same way? Like how can I trust somebody again? And or um, you, yeah, I think like you start like to think less of yourself. I can't remember what I heard it when I heard it said, but something like I was talking to think about like one night stands, and it's like. Is that, like, all you really, like, think you're worth is, like, one night? Like, no, you're worth forever, and you need to treat yourself like you are. Like, you need to, like, hold out and wait because you're worth more than that. And so I think it changes a whole mess of, like, your identity, your self-worth, and, yeah, like, your temple. Like, you're just degrading what God has placed in you, and he placed mm-hmm. himself in you. It's like you're degrading something way down. Ooh. Oof. So good. So good. So good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I guess kind of going with that too is um like I pulled up a verse and it was 2 Timothy 2.21 um, those who cleanse themselves from the latter will be instruments for special purposes made holy, useful to the master and prepared to do any good work mm-hmm. so I think like when we're living in um, like impure lives it kind of like blocks blessing mm-hmm. not just for us but like for others that yeah. God like wanted us to lead to him yeah and i feel like also when like you're living that life of impurity like you're never satisfied like you're always wanting more and wanting more and like deep down in your like heart and your soul you know like what's missing is god and like mm-hmm. everything that god has called you for pastor michael todd in his like book and sermon series relationship goals i remember two things that he had said one's kind of more about relationships but that um like if you're running towards god and like you have to stop to like meet somebody you have to stop to find somebody like that's not going to be someone that's chasing the same goal like Mm -hmm. while you're running after god he's going to bring somebody like that is matching like your same pace your same direction all you have to do is like turn your head but you Mm -hmm. can still keep running straight Mm -hmm. and so like find somebody that's running at the Mm -hmm. same pace with like the same goals as you but then also that if you like whatever you set your sights on whatever you aim at is what like you're gonna hit when you release your arrow so like if you're setting your sights on like sex before marriage or you know like just wanting to get with this guy or just wanting to do this one thing like mm-hmm. that's what you're gonna that's what you're gonna when you let go that's what you're gonna go towards mm-hmm. but if you like set your sights on God you say I want to remain pure then like the way that you position your life is gonna revolve around that so like be mindful about what you're putting like your mind to your thoughts to like what your goals are make sure those are right and then other things will align with it all right guys so that's it for today's episode make sure to follow our instagram at goodsoup.podcast and we'll see you all next week bye Bye.